listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with Sean Mitchell, bringing you another edition of the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Uh, here reviewing Wednesday's six-game NBA DFS main slate. Uh, Sean, we are recording here on a Tuesday evening. On this slate coming up, we got three teams, four teams on back-to-backs. We have Boston on a back-to-back. Uh, right now, Milwaukee and Miami are playing. It's an absolute slaughterhouse with Milwaukee up with, what, like 25, 30 points or something like that at, at halftime. Uh, they play yep. each other again. They're, they're just running it back. We'll see how that game plays out. And then we have uh, the Clippers, who are without Kawhi Leonard tonight. Uh, they have a, they're on a back-to-back home against Portland. We'll see if Leonard uh, ends up playing in that one. But uh, some solid matchups overall. We have Memphis-Boston, no John Moran out three to five weeks. Uh, my Milwaukee-Miami we touched upon. Atlanta-Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to have back Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant for that game. Charlotte and Dallas. Uh, Lakers and San Antonio, both Anthony Davis and LeBron James are expected to play there. Uh, and then Portland and uh, the Clippers, like we said, we'll see if Kawhi plays. But overall, you know, pretty strong slate. A lot of top players on this slate, even though it's only a six-gamer. Yeah, that's true. Um, not a whole lot of injury stuff. I mean, you know, both LeBron James with the ankle, Jimmy Butler with an ankle still. don't know if they're going to be back. But, you know, we already know with the with the Nets, we're getting back Kyrie and, and Durant. So that'll be interesting. But, yeah, there's, I mean, you have Giannis, you have Luka, Willard, uh, LeBron, AD, Trey Young, Kawhi, if he can, he can return. Then, of course, you know, you get down and you still have Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Paul George. So, yeah, it's pretty stud-filled uh, roster here, even with just six games. It really, it really is. So why don't we get into it? And, you know, if you're familiar with listening to our podcast, we go position by position. If you're not, we go position by position. So get ready for it. Uh, let's kick it off at the point guard spot. I'm going to use FanDuel positioning just for reference uh, because DraftKings, uh, everybody has dual position eligibility. So uh, we'll stick with the uh, FanDuel for positions. We'll go over prices uh, for both sides. No worry there. Uh, at the point guard spot, no surprise, top price guy on the slate, Luka Doncic here, 11-4. Uh, over on uh, FanDuel, uh, DraftKings pricing as I pull up right now. Sean, I don't know if you have DraftKings. What is he? He's 10-7. 10-7. So, again, super expensive play, um, but for good reason. I mean, if you've paid attention to what point guards have done to Charlotte this year, um, it, it really hasn't been fair. They've just absolutely eaten them alive. Uh, and we expect the same from Luca, who is uh, you know, probably the best point guard in the NBA. There's obviously – Maybe some debates if you think Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry, but uh, Luca for sure has been uh, one of the best in the league for a while. Sean, you're a huge Luca fan, so I have to imagine if looking to spend up on this slate, probably starting your lineups right here. Yeah, I mean it's a great matchup. Um, you know, the price is starting to get up there again to where you know we were mid-season last season, where you're getting into the you know 11k, 11.5k. Uh, you know, usually you don't see a 12k or till. Uh, a, a little bit later on in the season, but we're starting to get up there, and it's only, you know, what, the fourth game of the season. Um, you know, Luca really, he's had good games, but he's, he's not shooting the ball well. He's shot 11 of 26 in game one, 9 of 19 game two, 8 of 18 game three. I mean, don't get me wrong, he scored points, you know, 32, 27, 24, uh, but he's not hitting those triple doubles. He's not even hitting double doubles. You know, he's, he hasn't topped 50 fantasy points yet for the season, so – you know, I'm kind of worried, but as you mentioned in the you know the kind of intro there, he's he's a guy that can really really take advantage of this Charlotte backcourt. So you know, yeah, and he, and he probably would, he probably would have done that against the Clippers. I mean, he had 24, nine, and eight in 25 minutes. 
True. You know, the, the, the Dallas, yeah, Dallas was absolutely tearing apart the Clippers there uh, with no Leonard. They just didn't show up for that game. It was what was the what was the screenshot there, Sean? They had it was like thirty to seven. It was like fifty points. It was like eighty. Yeah, to, yeah it was right. Like 80. Like, 27 or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely insane game there. So, I mean, Luca, you know, was well on his way to having a monster game there if they didn't pull the cord on him. So, if I think of anything, that was sort of a get-right game for him. If you wanted to maybe say he he was off to a little bit of a sluggish start. But even to that point, 32 actual and opening night for him, it was still solid. So, and again, we've talked about it. Charlotte has been absolutely annihilated by guards, uh, the point guards this season. You know, SGA had a huge game against them. Um, well, I think Russell Westbrook had a triple double against them. Like, there's a just strong performances for them uh, so far to the season. But other guards, you know, almost two thousand dollars cheaper on FanDuel. Trey Young, um, you know, didn't really come through for us against Detroit. Still, twenty nine actual, three rebounds, six assists in that game over thirty two minutes. Um, you know, but only thirty eight fantasy points, paying over nine k. The prior two games over fifty. Uh, good matchup, high, high game total, highest of the slate. I think you were talking about uh, Two, before we jumped live. That's huge. Yeah, it's what, 230, you said? 240. 240, right. 240 point total. Atlanta, Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant are back after a day of rest. Um, so if you're expecting a ton of points to be scored here, you got to think Trey's and certainly figure in on the Atlanta side. So him at 98, Irving at 94, Lillard at 92, sort of round out the top tier of this point guard position. So, Sean, where are you, where are you ranking him? Uh, I mean, I think you really got to look at Kyrie Irving, especially on DraftKings here at 8.9. He's the fifth cheapest or fifth, I guess, highest priced point guard on the slate. Uh, and that, you know, that is if you're counting LeBron James as a point guard, which I know I think he's a small forward on FanDuel. Um, but, you know, fourth, if we want to be technical. That's really cheap for a guy that just had a break. He gets one of the Fastest teams, you know, in the league with Atlanta, the, the total is just extremely high. And, you know, he's just been pretty dang good to start the year. I mean, I know he had a, you know, he's, you know, had a decent game last game, 40 fantasy points, had the 61-pointer before against Boston, which, you know, that was kind of a, a come-home revenge game for him at that point. But, you know, the, 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 the minutes are there, 33-36 in his last two. He's taken 21 and 17 field goal shots in his last two. Um, this assist number six and eight uh, steals one and one you'd kind of probably like him to have a little bit more on the steals number but you know one piece you really can't be angry about so i really like Kyrie at the price uh, just kind of looking at it but i mean sure luca is going to probably be the top spend up we've got to think that charlotte's going to give him a run charlotte's actually been playing really well you know with the acquisition of gordon hayward been playing pretty good to start the season so uh terry rogier is playing really well uh yeah i mean i think you know that game could easily hit like a 230 or so point total. I think that's right around what it is, 223, you know, something like that. So, you know, I think Luca and, and Kyrie Irving are probably my looks. I mean, Trey Young, yeah, is, is, he's probably definitely there. He's, he's only 9-6 on DraftKings. Uh, so, yeah, I think if I'm going to rank it at the point, I think it's going to be Luca, Kyrie, Trey. Uh, and I hate to put Dane Lillard that far down, but he's just, I mean, he's been good. He kind of had a – actually, you know, he's been he's been really good. Uh, 46 against the Lakers, and then he had 54 against Houston. Um, big high-scoring game there in Houston. So, uh, I don't know, man. 
this, there's there's a lot it's, of good it's, players. It's an elite tier. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think because of the point total, though, you're right. A lot of people are going Kyrie Young. I think uh, if you're not going to spend all the way up for Luka, the 240 totals is going to draw all the ownership uh, to those two guys. And for good reason. I, I agree with you. Um, the next tier down, you know, DeJounte Murray's at 73 on FanDuel. Terry Rozier, $7,000. Uh, you know, Goran Dragic's at 69, not doing anything tonight in that matchup because they're going to blow out. Drew Holiday on the flip side of that at 64. Um, you know, again, if you if you feel like that type of matchup there is sort of that middle tier, um, you know, how do you feel about paying up for a guy like DeJounte Murray? Derek White's already been ruled out. Um, and, and Terry Rozier as well at $7,000. Those two plays you mentioned, uh, Rozier's off to a really strong start. Yeah, I mean, Rozier has been playing really well. Deontay Murray is 6.1 on Yeah, on really, Dragons. I saw that. Really good price tag over on Draft. So, yeah, I really like that, you know, likely getting Schroeder defense. We know Schroeder has not been, you know, the best. Um, but, yeah, really like Deontay Murray's price there. And I think that's going to be really hard to, to contend with, especially at the price. And we know that he's just been playing, you know, really well to start the season. Um, you know, a couple 40, you know, back-to-back 40-pointers to start the season. And then, you know, he's played 30 minutes every game. That was something we talked about last year. You know, he, we finally got to see that there at the end of the year. Um, you know, the, he's been putting up really good numbers. You know, 6-10-7 rebounds, 9-10-3 assists. Stills are there. He's had four in, in three games. So, I really like Deontay Murray at the prize. Yeah, I'm with you there. Deontay's been one. I mean, listen, we, it's been two years now, maybe three years even, Sean, that we've right. been sort of, uh, you know, begging for Murray. Trying to fanboy him, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and we're finally getting it. So, uh, the first two games were fantastic, 45 42 DraftKings points came down a little bit and just, I think, a very surprisingly low-scoring game against the Pelicans. I think we all were figuring that could have been, you know, uh, 116, 112, you know, something very pretty high scoring. And neither team scored 100 points, and therefore the production was down for everybody uh, in that game. So bounce-back spot there for Murray. Um, I'm 100% in on you there. The news with, with John Morant, you know, missing the next three to five weeks with that ankle, we see Tyus Jones on FanDuel bumped up to $5,800. Uh, Jones did play well in uh, Morant's absence um, the other night. He's $5,200 over on DraftKings. No D'Anthony Melton either. Jones played 35 minutes in that Brooklyn game. Um, what are your thoughts on Tyus here if you're looking at sort of a value, we'll say, point guard on this smaller slate? Uh, the bad thing is he's not exactly value at the price. I mean, well, price is too, I think is value on DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, it, okay. Well, I mean, he basically hit right on the nail value at five X. If you're thinking he's at 52, he hit right at 25 fantasy points in 35 minutes. I know he shot the ball, you know, pretty, pretty poorly four of 12. Uh, uh, he had five rebounds, four assists and two steals though, to go along with it. So, um, if he can hit a few shots, yeah, he's, he's easily hitting 6x, 6.5x. So I think in this situation, I mean, I don't love the spot against, you know, Boston, but uh, I, I don't hate it either. I mean, it's not a bad spot. Um, we know he's likely going to play tons of minutes. Like I said, Anthony Melton's still in the uh, health and safety protocol or whatever's going on with that. They just really don't have anybody else, you know, to, to, to run the point guard spot. So Tyus Jones, I know they have the Bane kid. That you know the rookie they just drafted, so he might get a little extra run in this one. I don't know. He didn't really get run in the last one, so not real sure what's going on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, not bad, not bad value at five point two. I guess if if you're if you think that he hits a few more shots than four, which if he's taking twelve, there's there could be a decent chance that he does. Right. Uh, Rajon Rondo played his first game of the season, only fifteen minutes. 
but 12 points, eight assists, and a block, you know, 15 minutes isn't enough really for me to consider him. Um, you know, how, how do you feel about Rondo uh, in this spot here? Well, to be honest, if if I'm gonna, yeah, I would probably just pay up, you know, a thousand more and, and look at like Bogdan, um, who's played thirty over thirty minutes and you know thirty and thirty two minutes in his last two, put up twenty four and thirty five fantasy points. You know, uh, I think Bogdan, I think is probably somebody I would look at before I would probably go down to Rondo. Obviously, on the same team, but you know, Bogdan's also coming. Yeah, he, on DraftKings, I think he started last game. Yeah, DraftKings yeah, yeah, yeah. bogged in being a being a point guard. You get you get that position flexibility to be able to to do that. Bogdan, I think, is a is he a small forward? He's a small forward on Fanduel. So big wow. position discrepancy there between the two. Wow. Still a great price though. Fifty four hundred is a small forward on Fanduel. Um, I think we should definitely we'll definitely touch upon when we get there. Um, other value there that we have we have Lou Will. We'll see how he plays tonight. Uh, with no Kawhi, if Kawhi sits out again, there's potential. Lamelo Ball, you know, someone that's seeing his minutes, you know, 20 minutes the other day against Brooklyn, six five and five against OKC in 15 minutes, 13 five and one. Right. Again, not something you need to go to, not, you know, oh. but 4,400 bucks on on Fanduel and 4,700 dollars on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Average I probably, decide I, to blow out another team. I was like, just thinking. I was just sitting here thinking. I was like, "What if you know the league gets up and in ball gets a run?" Um, I'm probably not going to think that way just because I don't think it'll probably happen. Um, I, yeah, I, right now, yeah, I'm more than likely probably just spending up. I'm really intrigued by Rondo, even you know, because we know that the the kind of upside he brings, and we just saw it. 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> 12 points, eight assists, and a block. Right. That's, he's one of the few players that can do that and uh he don't need a lot of time and i'm just wondering if they up his minutes um i don't know it's interesting at 3.7 if he if i knew that he was you know going to get 20 minutes or more i think that he would probably be a play i mean the the highest total on the board you have Kyrie and and and, uh durant back for brooklyn meaning that you know they could potentially get this thing uh, with a little bit of a lead and rondo could potentially see an extra few minutes i don't know it's interesting yeah it's possible for sure uh, let's jump on over to the shooting guard position uh, on FanDuel. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's 8,500, Sean, but we looked at DraftKings, and DraftKings dropped the price uh, of DeMar DeRozan, who I guess is apparently small forward, power forward on DraftKings. Kudos, uh, again, position discrepancy between the two sites. Uh, but he's $6,900 over on uh, DraftKings. He was $7,300 uh, the last slate. You know, DDR did not have a good game that game that day against New Orleans. Again, not many people did. Eight points, three rebounds, ten assists, just a, an awful shooting night uh, for him there. But do you think he can bounce back against this Lakers team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. He played a low, you know, a low minute total. He only played 31 minutes. He was not shooting the ball well, three of 12. Um you know the past, the prior two games he put up fifty and more in, in both games. So yeah, I totally think he can bounce back. Love the price on DraftKings. Just really wondering what that algo is seeing <laughs> to drop him literally that much. I mean, I don't right, know. Right, sixty nine. Yeah, they, they, he was eight k two slates ago, and now he's he has one bad game and he goes down to sixty nine hundred. So uh, on I'll DraftKings, def, definitely valid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know there. Uh, CJ McCollum against the Clippers. Uh, McCollum. I mean, last two slates now on FanDuel, 62 and 50 fantasy points. The 62 overtime game against Houston played 43 minutes, but 
following it up with a 20.3 rebound, 11 assists, a block, and three steals against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I usually consider McCollum just my cash game lock, sort of like a, a set it forget a cash game play, but now we're seeing GPP upside from him. Are you willing to pay up for a guy like CJ McCollum? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it is against the Clippers. Um, you know, he could potentially have a really good spot here. Uh, he might get PG defense. Um, so I'm not just totally in love with it, especially paying 8K. I mean, I know the guy's just been on a tear lately. Um, but, you know, you do see the floor there with his game one against Utah where he went 7 of 19, uh, still scored 23 points. No, not, you know, really bad, but, you know, only put up. 36 DraftKings fantasy points. So, you you know, that's kind of the same thing that you have to think of whenever you know a guy that's playing with a guy like Dane Willard uh, and who's a high-usage player as well. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it, it That's really high. That's, I mean, you, you have to have 40-plus for it to even hit 5X. And, you know, you need 50 for, for it, which don't get me wrong. He's done it the last two games. Not saying he can't. But uh, you're banking on him hitting 50-plus, basically, for a GPP. Cash game, yeah. I think you I think you maybe can plug and go. You mentioned Paula George, uh, $8,500 on DraftKings, but only $7,600 on FanDuel. Um, you know, again, everybody got blown out in that Dallas game. Those, those numbers aren't going to look good. But the two prior games before that blowout against the Lakers in Denver, 42 and 39 FanDuel points, he's really looking uh, strong there. Um, you know, do you, do you want to pay up on DraftKings for him if there's still no Kawhi? Do you pay the $7,600? You know what? What's your your play here on Paul George? Yeah, I'm probably going to be looking to pay pay up for Paul George here at a five. I mean, it, yeah, um, we got to probably think that you know, uh, and one day is probably not going to get uh, Kawhi back in the game. At least I think you know he probably won't play tomorrow. Um, he could. I mean, they could have just you know alluded to sitting him this game and saying, okay, well you play the second set and just play the second game. Right. Knowing that it was a back to back, knowing that he would like sit one of the games anyway so i mean maybe he could play um in the event that he does play obviously yeah i'm not gonna be paying 8.5 for for paul george here but it is a high caliber matchup here with portland we <laughs> faded that backcourt plenty last year should probably be a high scoring game uh, usually a lot of portland's games were last year so in the event that Kawhi sits i think he's definitely in play but if he does play uh probably not going to be paying that price tag yeah, I, I think I'm probably with you. Definitely not paying 85. 76 could be somewhat appealing just because, again, he quite played those first two games and uh, he was strong. Um, one of the biggest pricing errors so far in the season was Dylan Brooks being $3,700 on FanDuel uh, for Monday slate. He absolutely uh, destroyed that slate, going for 42 <laughs> fantasy points against Brooklyn, of course, being helped by the dry injury. Uh, now we have a, a massive overcorrection, maybe, uh, all the way up to $6,700. For Dylan Brooks on FanDuel. Uh, over on DraftKings, Dylan Brooks is priced out uh, to be at $6,200, but he is, you know, I guess for a lack of a better option, the go to scorer now on that team. Uh, we'll get to Kyle Anderson, but uh, Dylan Brooks against Boston here. Uh, are you play. playing the 6K? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I can be in a 6K. Uh, I'm just so used to seeing like a 5.2, 5.1, 5.5 Dylan Brooks. I mean, it. Yeah, I would. I haven't pulled up the numbers, and I would like to see the numbers. You know, last year without Moran on the floor, how he did, which I'm pretty sure he probably did well. So yeah, probably just the the person in me, like being the tight wad that I am, uh, I probably am just overthinking the price. But I, I 
honestly think this correction is probably pretty fair. I mean, the guy has been really good. I mean, you know, he was basically a staple catch play last year because he could go for 30 fantasy points pretty much every night. He did have his down games like everybody else, but he's pretty consistent. He's going to get his shots. I mean, he's going to he's got the usage. He's probably probably now going to be the highest usage player on the team. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think I mind it. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think he's going to probably be one of the highest usage players on the team as well. So uh, I think it's going to be a good spot. Um, Karis LeVert now coming probably back off the bench, or do you think with no Dinwiddie he remains in the starting lineup? I don't know. There's been a lot of talks. I mean, they you know, there's been talks of maybe Shamit starting, maybe TLC starting. Uh, I think, you know, I really think that Steve Dash likes LeVert off the bench. I think he likes that, you know, that punch that he gives on the second unit. So part of me tells me that he probably doesn't start. I just don't think that he would gel well, you know, on that first unit with both those, you know, with the two-headed monster of Kyrie and, and Durant. So, yeah, I'm probably, you know, a little leery at the 6.9 price tag with them both coming back unless you, you know, I think this is going to be a blowout like it was in game one where Levert absolutely just torched everybody. Um, not that he needs a whole lot of time to, to you know, pile on the fantasy points, but uh, just knowing that you're going to have to have that, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if, uh, if I could pay almost 7K for him. Yep. Uh, Dennis Schroeder continues to play out of his mind. Still only 6K on FanDuel, DraftKings. Schroeder we have listed out um, at $6,200 against San Antonio, a team that still really doesn't defend point guards well, even though DeJunte Murray is a, kind of a lengthy guy that can manage blocks and steals. Um, you know, LeBron James being active has no effect on the impact uh, on how good Dennis Schroeder is because he just makes sure he gets his shots. Um, at 6K, you know, last year I was screaming that he was underpriced. I almost feel like we're getting back to that level. Yeah, I mean, actually, you know, to your point of saying that San Antonio has been absolutely destroyed by guards this year, they really have. Uh, I just wish I could – I wish I had the log set because I literally was looking at a few guys uh, before we even hopped on that had played San Antonio. And, and yeah, they've been getting torched by by guards and by the yeah, back. Lonzo, I said Lonzo just had a huge game against them, uh, right. you know, the other night. And Lonzo had sort of been middling for most of the year. So, and, he, yeah. and he went off in a low-scoring game. So, yeah, their point guards are, are doing damage. Yeah, I mean, Schroeder had another good game last night. I mean, he, you know, he's just a high-uses guy. We, we've known this, just like you mentioned, you know, we, we knew he was underpriced all last season. You beat, you beat that drum so much last year, uh, and now he's in a starting role, you know, where he's getting good minutes. So, yeah, at 6.2, I'm, I'm definitely in on Dennis Schroeder. I think one of my favorite GPP plays of the slate, and we went over, we missed him on DraftKings because he's actually a shooting guard on FanDuel, point guard only on DraftKings, but that's Devontae Graham. Um, again, there's a, a lot of different options available over with Charlotte right now, you know, knowing that they have Gordon Hayward there and Rozier's been taking a lot of shots. Um, but Devontae Graham has been taking a lot of shots as well. He's just missing them. Uh, he, he shot 33%, 25%, and 30% from the field, going two for nine, three for seven, three for nine from three-point range. In those three games, despite his poor shooting, 30 fantasy points, 36.75 fantasy points, 33 fantasy points. One of these days, those shots are going to go. He's going to shoot 45% from the field, and he's going to put up 50 fantasy points. On a small slate like this, I think Devontae Graham is the type of guy that 
could get low ownership and be something that propels you. And on FanDuel, he's only $5,900. Now, DraftKings, $6,600. Why? Because he's had double-doubles in two of those three games where he shot poorly. And he's primarily a three-point shooter. So there's more bonus points available for him over on DraftKings. So he is priced up there. But, I mean, damn, if you're looking to be contrarian, I think, on on a six-game slate, I think Graham, one of these days, is going to pop. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't disagree with you there at all. I mean, we know we've seen last year where he had some really good shooting games. You know, a lot of these guys have have started in slumps. You know, a lot of them have. You know, Steph really wasn't hitting a lot of shots. Kelly Oubre just finally hit his first three point shot tonight. You know, I mean, there's just really there's a lot of peak guys that have not shot the ball well to start the season. There's been not practices. You know, they're they're just basically going into the season um, without practicing. Uh, so you know, all they've had is just a small practice camp. It's 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 it's, it's going to be tough for a lot of them to to transition into actual game play. So yeah, I guarantee you, uh, I totally agree that Graham will have that blowout game, that breakout slump buster game, and and it could be in this one. I mean, he's playing against a team that's you know they're going to run up and down the floor a lot, like you mentioned. We know Dallas uh, tends to play with a little pace, so yeah, yeah, it could be without Josh Richardson too. I think um, you know is, is a is a better defender than who they may end up putting out there if he doesn't play. Right, that's true. He is questionable to play. So that's that's definitely something I think worth uh, potentially uh, paying attention to as well. Sure. Um, you know, again, just some of the other value that's on this slate. Um, you know, we talked about Richardson. He's 55. Uh, Lonnie Walker, I don't know if you have any interest in him, but the minutes have been there for him. He's at 51. Duncan Robinson, our guy. Uh, nothing's going right for Miami tonight, so not a good night for him. More of a DraftKings play, but $4,600. Uh, Kevin Horner, again, off the bench, has been really strong um, for Atlanta this season. Uh, TLC, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. You all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Luau Carabo, I think is how you pronounce it. We'll see if he enters the starting lineup in, in place of Dinwiddie. Now, the volume will be there for him if he starts, but, you know, the, he is an outside shooter. Uh, Avery Bradley is $4,000, and Bradley uh, didn't start tonight, but he's having himself quite a night in blowout run. Uh, and he played 28 minutes against the Pelicans and put up 24 fantasy points. So he's still only 4K because they didn't really, you know, they released the slate before the games were played. Uh, so potentially some really good value at Avery Bradley as well here. Yeah, I agree on Bradley. Um, you know, we saw he, he had a pretty good game the game before, uh, you know, 24 fantasy points against New Orleans, as you mentioned. Uh, he's, you know, as long if Butler is out again, I, I could easily see him sliding back in, getting lots of run. Um yeah, at 4K. I mean, if you can play 28 minutes, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's played tonight. Obviously, it's a blowout, but yeah, I'm definitely in on at 4K. I think that's nice value. Um, and it's funny you say that because you know, right above him is Kendrick Nunn, who was playing, getting a lot of run tonight with with uh, with Jimmy buckets out as well. So right, yeah. Uh, Bradley's at 24 minutes going into the fourth quarter. Uh, it's 115.75 uh, Milwaukee. Uh, the other Andetokounmpo is in the game. Uh, Giannis right. has sat. Uh, his brother was it Thanasis or something like that is is in the yeah. game. Uh, so if you pay, if you paid up for uh, uh, Giannis tonight, you're you're watching his brother do more work. Unfortunately, so uh, uh, unfortunate there. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did, what did uh, Kendrick play tonight? Considering I right now he's at 19 minutes. So. None. Well, I mean that's that's an accomplishment. Well, you got to think he's getting a ton of run because of the blowout. Though, right? He's yeah. got a lot. I think he's getting a lot of run because of the blowout, though. I mean, Dragic has barely played. Um, 
you know, if Drogic had, if this was a competitive game, Drogic would have been on the floor uh, for more than 10 minutes tonight. So, uh, and I may not have seen as much run. So we'll see. It's, it's certainly interesting. It is a back-to-back. Maybe someone rests. You never know. Like, it's possible uh, that that happens there uh, as well. Let's jump on over to small forward. Um, you know, LeBron we have, you know, he played the other night, you know, still had sort of a game time decision tag on him for the ankle. But I believe that he is a, you know, he's questionable. We'll see if he suits up. I'm sure he will. Uh, Kawhi, you know, was out tonight. We'll see if he plays 9-9. Uh, Kevin Durant, we know, is in $9,500 against Atlanta. We talked about the matchup already. It is going to be fantastic. Those are the three guys over on FanDuel that are over at $9,000. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think obviously Kevin Durant has a, a pretty cheap price at eight point four after coming back off a of rest day. Um, with that high total, I'm just you know kind of mesmerized by that he's only at eight point four. Um, you know he's had really good games to start the season. Uh, LeBron James, you know, obviously is about a thousand more uh, getting a good you know against San Antonio, who we've said has not been great. Uh, we know LeBron's probably going to handle a lot of the point guard duties. And, you know, handle the ball a lot, I should say, not exactly the point guard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I really like LeBron. If he is definitely going to play, you know, you got the ankle injury. Uh, but Kevin Durant's price on DraftKings just keeps making me look back and, and wondering why, it's, why it is what it is. Yeah, Durant right now over on DraftKings uh, as a power forward only is only $8,400. So, uh Yes, he will maybe be one of the highest on players on the slate. thousand percent, I agree with you on that one. The next year down for small forward, we have Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and then Kyle Anderson uh, there, Sean. Uh, Jalen Brown did have a strong night tonight against the Pistons. Um, we know that uh, Gordon Hayward has looked fantastic uh, so far in his, in his early season run uh, with Charlotte. Uh, you know, a couple 40 fantasy point outings, 28 fantasy uh, actual points in two of the games, seven assists in all three of the games so far this season. So a really strong play against him going up against Dallas. Uh, then we mentioned Kyle Anderson, you know, not my favorite player, uh, but the last two games, hard to ignore, 20 points, 14 rebounds against Atlanta, 28.7 rebounds against Brooklyn. Uh, now a good matchup here against Boston. Yeah, uh, you know, Kyle Anderson, it's going to be hard for any of us, I think, to kind of pay a 6K price tag, you know, when just last season, uh, you know, before the you know, all the injuries or whatever, you know, he, you could get Kyle Anderson at like 3.9K. Yeah, nobody was playing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be hard to, to kind of, you know, digest the 6K price tag, especially going against Boston. Um, but, you know, certain times call for certain measures. It's been good. A couple of 40-pointers, as you mentioned, that's kind of hard to ignore. But, yeah, I'm really liking Gordon Hayward here. I, yeah, I really like that game stack on that one. I, I don't think, you know, Dallas is going to blow him out. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I think that could possibly be the pivot from the Atlanta game uh, in GPPs. I think, uh, you know, I know people are going to play Luka. Uh, and Gordon Hayward might have a little bit of ownership, but I still think that, you know, Kevin Durant, as you, we mentioned, uh, is probably going to have a lot of ownership, especially on DraftKings at his price. So Gordon Hayward being, you know, 1200 cheaper and putting up really good numbers so far for Charlotte, you know, a couple, well, he's put up a 49 pointer and a 46 pointer out of his, you know, two of three. So he's probably definitely a, a main target for me on this slate. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, he's going to be someone we're going to 
we're gonna have to acknowledge you know so um it it is it is a good price um Keldon Johnson has looked strong for the Spurs. Again, the Spurs have a pretty decent roster right now. Johnson's 5,800, had 41 face points against New Orleans, 26 against Toronto, and 33 against Memphis. Uh, $5,800 over on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, Keldon Johnson's priced out at 5,700. Um, you mentioned Bogdan Bogdanovich already as a point guard shooting guard over on DraftKings. He's a small forward at 54. Um, if Josh Anderson, not Josh Anderson, uh, Josh Richardson doesn't play, uh, you know, Tim Hardaway had 33 fantasy points the other night, just 22 minutes, but he could be a guy in for more shooting opportunities if Richardson's out. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I totally agree there. I mean, you know, if Richardson doesn't play, it's it's going to open up a few a few spots there. Uh, Kelvin Johnson, as you mentioned, is really interesting. I think he, he's playing really well, as you mentioned. He's playing – Almost 30 minutes a game on average, uh, as you mentioned, putting up really good points. Um, uh, I don't know. I think, I think uh, in that price range, it, it's really bleak. There's not just a whole lot to like. Uh, I'm not even really seeing anything in that 5K range that I'm just totally in love with, to be honest with you. I mean, right. there's really just not much there. When you kind of get down a little bit, you can kind of see a few plays that you might be looking into. But yeah. in that range. I, th- I think, you know, uh, you know, especially on DraftKings, you know, there are guys like um, DeAndre Hunter, who's played well li- recently. There's Nick Batum. Uh, you know, Luke Kennard could be starting again. Cam Reddish has been starting. You know, again, we mentioned Avery Bradley as a shooting guard in a fan duel, but he's a small forward eligible. So, like, you're right. Over on DraftKings, for sure, there's definitely a lot more position flexibility because a lot of these guys play multiple positions. Um, over on um, – on FanDuel, you know, Reddish and Hunter are both small forwards. Dante DiVincenzo is a small forward at 4400 Tyler Hero is still $4,500. Uh, you know, Gallinari didn't play the other night. He's questionable to play here. Missed two straight games now. But if he would to suit up, maybe him off the bench against Brooklyn could be um, an appealing option there. Uh, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, if he's, you know, he's a guy that, that plays a lot of minutes usually if, if Richardson's out. He's $4,200 on, on FanDuel. Um, you know, so those are the guys where, again, low upside, small slate. There's some value there. Uh, maybe they, they come through for you. Um, let's jump over to power forward. Uh, how much of a believer are you in sort of these, you know, the the Bucks have blown up Miami tonight. Do you think they're going to come back and blow them out again? I mean, Giannis is 11K, and you only got 30 fantasy points out of him tonight. Are you are you going to be venturing back into those waters? I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know, can you really see that much of a change of difference from tonight to tomorrow? I mean, you know, <laughs> Milwaukee just came out punching hard tonight, and you know, punched them around the mouth and got on them early, and Miami couldn't couldn't recover. Uh, if that, that, I mean, we can't sit here and say that that won't be the same result because it easily, very easily could. Um, do we think that Miami and, you know, Coach Spo and, and that team will probably want to rebound? Absolutely. I think that we probably see a better game. I think so. But, um, yeah, I might be more prone to play Giannis on this slate because everybody has a sour taste in their mouth from playing him tonight if they did end up playing him. Uh, and you could, you know, look at uh, getting Giannis at a much lower ownership on a six-game slate that uh, you probably should get. Right. No, I, I agree with you. I think people will probably be off of him because, like you said, 
uh, that matchup. Uh, Anthony Davis let everybody down, me included, against Portland. 37 <laughs> minutes did nothing. Uh, bounce back game for him against San Antonio. Um, you know, up against old man Aldridge, Jakob Pertl, Rudy Gay. It, it wow. should, in theory, be another spot where he should smash. This should be. Yeah, it should be. I mean, he's, you know, put up the 50-pointer against Dallas in game two. Hasn't really done anything other than that. I mean, you know, we, we talked about it. Me, you, and James all talked about it and, and kind of, you know, talked about how we thought that, you know, that game was coming, how where he's going to go for 70 or 80 fantasy points, and it, it easily could. And, I mean, you know, LeBron isn't for sure going to play. He, you know, he's questionable with the ankle injury. I didn't even see that he was probable. All I saw was questionable. So, obviously, in the event that LeBron happens to not play on this slate, yeah, I think that's going to obviously turn AD right into the chalk. But, um, you know, under 10K, especially if no LeBron, I don't really think you can go anywhere else, especially not pay up for Giannis uh, over him. Yeah, that's probably true. That's, prob- that's probably true there. Uh, Jason Tatum had a really good night tonight against the Pacers. Seeping carried over in a back-to-back, 9,200. Uh, John Collins' minutes have been up and down. Uh, still only 26 minutes against Detroit. They're not, you know, they're not giving him 35 this season. So I don't think I can play him even in a really good spot against Brooklyn. Um, I don't have any interest in Lamarcus Aldridge. How are you feeling about PJ Washington, who is the next power forward on FanDuel at $6,400? Back-to-back, really good games for him. Getting run at center with no Tyler Zeller. Uh, I think it's something he can continue against Dallas. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally think he can continue this. He's cheap. I mean, back-to-back 40-point games, he's 8 and 12 rebounds. He's three, you know put up three blocks, four, four steals in two games. He hasn't even shot the ball well. He shot 7 of 15 and 6 of 16, but the minutes are there, 29 and 35 against OKC in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I think he's definitely in play. Uh, like I said, I think this game is highly stackable. I think it's going to be a close one. I think we see a lot of scoring. And, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be in play. Uh, below him on FanDuel, there's Robert Covington. Uh, Nick Batum is a power forward, which is uh, interesting because he, he had been a small forward on FanDuel, but power forward uh, for this slate. Um, and then it's, it's there's not much else after that. There's you know, yeah. Brandon Clark, Kyle Kuzma. You know, we're not playing those guys. So uh, after Washington, interest Covington and Batum. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's about all you can do. That's all. I agree. That's probably all we can do. Uh, center. We don't have that top price center to pay up for on this slate. Uh, Bam out of bio, 8,200. Again, not doing much in this matchup, given the blowout. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is somebody that I think I like a ton. Um, you know, 44 fantasy points in 39 minutes against Brooklyn. If all of a sudden now Joe Val is going to be getting this type of run, I don't know why the correlation with John not being there would be the case, the case, but he played 29 minutes, 28 minutes, and then 39 against Brooklyn. We know Celtics still continue to have problems against opposing centers. $7,500 for Valanciunas on FanDuel, DraftKings. Uh, Valanciunas priced up at $7,700. I think he could be my top play. I don't I don't disagree at all. I mean, you know, I know Tristan Thompson has, has been playing decently for Boston. Yeah, Thompson but got a minute's bump tonight, too. You know, he had been limited. He was, uh, and tonight he played a season-high 27 minutes. That's that's really good for him. I mean, It but, is, but here's the question. On a back-to-back now, because he's had those problems, does he even play? 
That's a good question. Does he play? I don't know. I don't uh, know. That's my he view. Is, he is kind of a, an older guy. He's, he's kind right. of more, more he's veteran players limited. now. He's been limited. He's been dealing with injuries. He plays his season high of minutes. I don't think as a coincidence with a game uh, tomorrow, I think he rests, and then they're going to have another off day, and then they're, gonna, they're not going to play for like three or four days. So I think there was a reason why they had him play 27 minutes. Uh, if I had to sort of manifest somebody sitting out tomorrow – I think Tristan Thompson could be someone that does not play in this game. Uh, Daniel Tice played 23 minutes. Robert Williams played only 11. So either of those two could be in for a larger workload potentially. Uh, assuming Thompson does sit, he could play. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, I, back to your point. Yeah, I really like Valanciunas here. He's going to probably see you know good usage now without John Morant, which kind of. I think, in, a, in a essence, it might kind of hurt his value a little bit because Jaw throwing up a lot of passes to him, throwing up a lot of hoops to him. I mean, maybe not so much. Um, you know, maybe he could just be more of an offensive force and get the ball down low and, and probably score at will. So, uh, you know, we know he's going to grab rebounds. We know he's a double-double potential threat on any given night. So, yeah, really, I really like Jonas with you there. I agree. Uh, other centers that maybe uh, are on the slate, you know, I'm laughing here because Yusuf Nurkic only played 25 minutes the other night, uh, did have the double-double, but our boy, Sean, Enos Cantor played 22 minutes and had 12 points and 14 rebounds in his own right. Cantor's minutes in the three games this season, 25, 18, and 22. He's gone for 23, 21, and 31 draft FanDuel points in those games. He's only $4,800 on uh, FanDuel uh, DraftKings Cantor forty four hundred dollars. Is that is that the spend down? Do we, are are we back to this type of Cantor? Because Cantor wasn't playing with Boston, unfortunately. But pretty much everywhere else Cantor had been when he was playing 22, 23 minutes, like we were always pretty much playing him because he has that upside. I mean, I just think even even if I think he's probably still in play. I mean, he's you know getting decent run. I mean. He, we know that he can put up loads of points in, in no you know no time really. Um, he's yeah I I think I totally agree. I think he is going to be probably the spin down here as a center spot. I mean it's you you know you're really not looking at a whole lot in this list anyway. So it's either you're paying up for like a guy like Val or Bam or you know you're probably going down. I mean and I totally agree that I think that uh that he could be the spin down. I mean he's getting good minutes. I don't know what's up with Nurkic like you said. Uh, I don't know if it's just that. You know, he's, he's not – I mean, he, he's been putting up decent numbers. It's not like he's not playing or anything, but – They're just yeah. splitting time with him. It's they're just funny. splitting. I mean, yeah. you know, even Whiteside wasn't even getting this kind of split, so. Right, right. Benitez Cantor, for whatever reason, uh, is able to pull that off. Uh, you know, Bismack Biombo is another guy under 5K. You know, I know you, uh, it was either you or James that weren't big fans of Biombo, but, you know, 30 minutes, back-to-back games now, 27 and 22 fantasy points. Um, up against Dallas, I still think he's probably someone that you can uh, take a look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let me check quickly. I mean, Maybe. It's been a blowout, but you know, Bobby Portis again, another big night for Bobby Portis. He he now he had, tonight he has eleven points, ten rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Uh, and then the two games prior for Portis, twenty six minutes, seventeen point seven rebounds, a block, a steal, two assists for thirty three. Against Golden State, 25 minutes, 10 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists, a block of steal for 32. They're almost playing Portis as much, if not more, than Brook Lopez lately. I mean, he's coming off the bench at 4600 bucks. 
um, you know, this 4K tier at center for FanDuel is pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, though, but, you know, both of those games were a blowout. Um, that's the only thing that kind of sucks about this and to not. Same, same thing, you know, same old show. It's, it's a blowout. And, uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I want nothing more than Bobby Portis <laughs> to get 30 minutes every night. I mean, right. we, we know what he can do. Um, it's just the fact that he, you know, gets that whenever it's not a blowout. So, I mean, if you, you know, we talked about it earlier. If we, if you do happen to think that this game turns into a blowout once again, I mean, you know, if, if Jimmy Bucket sits again, and um, it, you know, it very easily could. So Bobby Portis at four point six, I, I think, is also a play that you can look at tournaments. I mean, the guys had massive upside. Yep, I, I love that. Uh, and then yeah, I, I skipped over the mid tier: Montrose Harold, Jared Allen, Serge Ibaka. Um, I've been in on Allen for a handful of slates now. I still think we go back to him. Uh, you know, eight points, fifteen rebounds, eight points, fourteen rebounds, nine points, eleven rebounds. The last three games, he's only playing you know twenty to twenty-five minutes, but when he gets on the floor, he is just going off. Um, and I think we could see that again against Atlanta here. Yeah, I mean, I brought him up in the value vault I think two days ago, where right. you know after he had the thirty-pointer, you know, and that's what sucks. You know, for him is we we've seen him smash. He's got really good defensive numbers. He's already put up you know seven blocks, um, and that's what he's good at. He's good at rebounding, which he's had double-digit rebounds in three of the four. Um, it, you know, he's just not a big scorer. He hasn't he hasn't turned any of those into double doubles, uh, but he's still getting twenty and over minutes, which you know. Before he was getting around 30 minutes, so that kind of sucks. Um, and that's you know, his price at 5.7 is really hard to swallow because he's not, we know he's not going to get over that minute total, so it's hard. It is hard. Uh, any final thoughts here on um, on this slate as we do wrap it up? That is the end of the position by position analysis here. I don't know, man. I think we covered it all. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there'll be a lot of things that pop up tomorrow and, and make us change our perspective and make us think about other things. But as far as, you know, first look, I think, I think we pretty, pretty much hit it nail on the head, you know? Yeah, I agree with you there. We'll have the playbook. We'll have the fast break. We'll have uh, the value vault, the starting five, the live stream, everything you guys are looking for. We'll have it for this uh, six game slate coverage uh, for now. Sean Mitchell, John Temba. We'll catch you guys next time.